Welcome to Next Level Home Experts with Boss Services. This is the show that helps you take your home to the next level. Your complete source for all your home questions, featuring in-depth interviews with the best home services experts in the industry. And now, your hosts, Boss Services owners and authors, Jeff and Jerry Street. Hey, welcome to today's show. It's all about plumbing. Mm, mm. The world of plumbing. World of plumbing. Water and poo stay on the inside of the pipes if all goes well. <laughs> that's uh, that's plumbing in a nutshell. Thanks for visiting. <laughs> we will see you next time. Yeah, that's all there is to it. <laughs> we're we're out of here. Uh, so today we have a super special guest. So special. Goes by the name of Sarge. And he is the master plumber here at Boss. So Sarge, go ahead and, and uh, tell us um, one... Why would somebody call you Sarge? And uh, and two, like how long have you uh, been in the plumbing industry? Well, hi. Thank you very much for having me. Uh, Mama did not name me Sarge. I was a sergeant in the United States Marine Corps for nine years, and uh, that was on my resume many years ago, and it just kind of took off. Everybody started calling me Sarge, so nobody knows who I really am. <laughs> it's a secret. <laughs> Love it. Love it. So... How did you like? How did you get into the trade? She came out of the Marine Corps, and then how did you get into plumbing? What was the the draw there? Well, after I got out of the Marine Corps, I bounced around to a couple little jobs. I worked for uh, Superior Builders, framing, doing some things like that for a little bit, and then uh, a guy that worked, a guy's wife that worked with my dad at Whirlpool was looking for a plumber to come in and learn the trades, and it was just him with a single, just a single owner shop, and uh, I went and had had to sit down with him, talked about it, and. Um, yeah, and 20, almost 30 years later, here we are. The rest is history. That's what they say. <laughs> so what? Uh, so you're, you're our master plumber here at Boss. You've been with us for, what, five years now, we six years? Yeah I, I think like I, yeah, I think it's a little over six. Yeah. October, I think, is six. It feels yeah, like it a very right. long yeah. time. It feels, it feels like, like a lifetime. Very long time. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so you are the expert on, on plumbing, so what... Uh, what does what does Boss do for plumbing? What what's our gambit of plumbing services? Well, one hundred percent, we do everything. Um, we can just come in and it, just as simple as rebuilding a toilet, or we can completely get everything set up and completely replace your sewer line from your house to the street, water lines, all the uh, exterior stuff. We have that capability. Um, inside the house, we're we're doing everything from rod and sewers to rebuilding things, uh, replacing fixtures, replacing faucets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Doing it all. You break it, uh, they'll fix it. <laughs> 100%. So I didn't know, before we started doing plumbing, before you came on, I didn't know that you could rebuild a faucet. Like, I thought when your faucet quit working, you took it off and threw it away and just got a new one. That's been my experience. Um, yeah, it turns out you can rebuild those and, and mm-hmm. continue using that faucet that you love. Who knew? Well, the key to that, <laughs> though, too, is what you're buying for your faucet. Um, I love Lowe's, love Home Depot, but those companies a lot of those companies they sell do-it-yourselfer faucets and most of those are so inexpensive that it's cheaper just to replace this stuff but when you buy contractor grade and contractor quality faucets in the Kohlers and the deltas those are rebuildable and they have brass cartridges and all that kind of stuff and and of course they cost more money but they're going to last you a lot longer yeah well and they're rebuildable i mean so yeah yeah, that uh, when you say last i mean they'll last forever as long as parts are available i would imagine well, over time, water water is an acid. People don't understand that, and it will degrade everything over time. And so all the internal parts are brass seats and stainless steel seats. Over time, they get corroded, and, and, mm. and it's going to happen. Um, and at some point, you're going to have to replace because it's a mechanical device. It will have to be replaced. Sure. But, um, 
So, like, do you worry about erosion in that scenario too? Like, does do you ever see that? Yes, I see erosion in things, but uh, that's something that's that's really old. Back in the old days when they built faucets, I mean, they were a big hunk of brass that was designed to last for forty years. <laughs> Today, you will not find anything near that quality. Hmm. Gotcha. Yeah, and toilets are on that same line too. I mean, I grew up with a toilet that never stopped running, and and recently learned that you rebuild toilets too. You know, <laughs> like I just thought it was, hey, that toilet's old; it's just going to continually, yeah. you know, need jiggle, water. Like, jiggle, yeah, that jiggle thing. the handle. Jiggle yeah. that thing. <laughs> like What's who knew on? you could get in there and adjust them and, and put new parts in? I'm like, who knew? That's three, crazy. My dad's got a three by five card sitting on his toilet that says, "Jiggle the handle when done." <laughs> there you go, <laughs> Dad. I'll re, I'll take care of this for you. I won't even charge you. Yeah. <laughs> nope, nope, it's fine. It's still got a couple years left. Yep. Just jiggle yep. it. Just jiggle it. Well, and that's a good point about toilets, too. Toilets get old, and what people don't realize is that uh, the internal parts that actually do the flushing, water travels through the bowl itself, and it gets calcified and lime inside there, and it slows and restricts the water that's going through those. And uh, over time, you can't clean that out. It just needs to replace the toilet. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so... I'm not. Uh, I'm not a plumber. I'm disclaimer. I'm not. I'm not a lot of things. We figured that out. Yeah. We figured it out. <laughs> I'm not a lot of things. Um, so if I have an expert in my home, and I know obviously if I have an expert in my home, I'm not the expert. So how do I know if they did a good job? Like if I if I have a plumber in my home, mm. and he comes into my bathroom with a hammer, he hits a couple things, says you're all good. I don't see a leak anymore. How do I know he did a good job? Well, let me answer that real quick. Jeff, I think you should just trust him, not worry about it. Oh, well, okay, never mind. You don't need to answer that. Jerry did. <laughs> well, uh, being observant of what's going on in your house, whatever the expert is that's doing it, and asking questions, being curious, you know, find out what he's doing. Most, uh, a professional plumber, heating tech, anybody that's out there that's professional is going to explain it to you. And if you don't understand it because you don't have the technical ability, and I don't mean to say that they're going to dumb it down, but they're going to explain it in terms that you can understand so that hopefully you can see what the progress was and then understand. Because, yeah, it's easy to go into a bathroom and see the new shiny faucet that he just put in there, but knowing how it works, what he actually had to do underneath the sink to make sure that everything's right, you need to know that so that you, need, so that you can understand if there's something that happens in the future where to look for a leak and, and what it could be yeah that makes sense so the when you got here the water was on the outside now it's on the inside and now it's on the inside when yeah. the brown's on the inside it's good to go well yeah there you go there you go thanks for joining us see you next week <laughs> <laughs> man this plumbing thing's easy yeah like, it gets easy. easier every time we talk about it, it is super I, easy i watch two youtube videos <laughs> And I passed my test. So there you go. Yeah, I heard it was an easy test too. Yeah. You know, well, so let's talk about that. The testing requirements, because this is something I think people really don't understand. And, you know, I know Jeff didn't understand it. I'm not going to say I didn't understand it, but Jeff didn't understand it for sure. There's a lot of safety concerns with plumbing. Like this is a sanitary system and there's a lot of testing. You went through a lot of, I guess, testing, right? And you studied a lot and yeah, there's a lot to it. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, the, the plumbing trades in Michigan, and, and as in most states, it starts out with a uh, with an apprenticeship, and you'll be working for a master plumber, and you get registered with the state or the local municipality as, as a, a an apprentice. After three years of being an apprentice, being working for you know working full time in the trades, doing doing what you're supposed to be doing and learning what you're supposed to be learning, then you're able to take your journeyman's test. The journeyman's test is very difficult. It deals 
strictly in the code and uh, practical applications. Back in my day, my testing actually had to deal with lead water pipes, and I had to create a Y in lead pipe and use molten lead, uh, make your ball joint on there and, and get everything set, and you have to pass that on there. Today, things we don't use lead anymore because we know what the, uh, the effects of lead does yeah. to the human body. But uh, then after the journeyman's, then another two years after that, and then you're able to take your master's test. And then um, after your master's test, you also need to get your plumbing contractor's license in the state of Michigan, and that allows you to pull permits so that you can do the, all the things that we do here. So codes are there to protect the clients. The health and the safety of the client, 100%. Yep. Yeah, that's a lot. And, yeah, and it, the codes are there. And when you pull permits and everything, and, and we've talked about this before, as a homeowner, you can pull a permit and do it yourself. But that safety inspection that the, the inspector's coming out to look at and make sure that it's up to code is there for your safety and your family's safety. So if you are a DIYer and you pull your own permits, make sure you call in and get that inspected to make sure that you, you did it up to code. For sure, and that increases the value of your home, too. And after the housing crash a number of years ago, uh, the banks are, are – Definitely looking into that a little bit more. If you if you get an appraisal on your house and you got a brand new twenty five thousand dollar kitchen that you just did all did yourself there, and if it wasn't inspected and up to code, uh, they're not going to be able to give you the value of what that is on on the resale on that house. Right. So this time of year in the fall and fall and winter months, um, what's uh, what's some common plumbing problems that we that we run into here? Well, a couple of that's a good question right there. A couple of things is number one is everybody has outside hose bibs. Take your hose off. Start getting used yeah. to that at the end of summer, early fall. Just remember to remove your hose off of that hose bib because it will freeze and it doesn't, uh, it doesn't, it just got to get down to 32 degrees outside and you know, a frost comes through and that's enough to freeze that hose bib and then you'll have a leak inside your house. Uh, the other thing too is in, in the fall here is we've got a lot of other holidays that are coming up. So a couple of key things is if you're on a septic system, have your septic system pumped once every three years or so. That's pretty recommended. A new drain field and tank system is roughly $12,000 nowadays. It's preventative maintenance. Get that tank pumped every couple, three years, and then that helps the longevity of the equipment that you already have. Um, and with the uh, fact that the holidays are coming up, you're going to have a lot of family members in your place there too. If you already know that your sewer has issues with roots and, and issues uh, underground, get that resolved before you have a household full of family that uh, nobody can use a bathroom in. So how do you resolve that? If you know if you have roots growing into your pipes, um, how do you resolve that? Do you, is it a replacement or is there some, uh, some just some maintenance that you can do every year or two? Well, simple maintenance is, is after you have it, if you have a, a normal root problem, a, a lot of customers that we've had in the past would normally, we would come there once a year in, you know, in, in the fall and rod that sewer. And then we give them a thing, it's called root destroyer. And then at night you, you follow directions on the can and you dump this in your toilet and flush it. And then it sends some chemicals down into the drain that burns the, burns everything that you just chopped up down there so that it takes longer to grow. Right. Um, it's never going to get any better. So at right. some point you're going to have to have replacement and, and, uh, the, there's two different kinds of replacement. One is it can be lined and we're going to be moving into that here at boss services 
fairly soon. It's a complicated system and, and a lot of equipment that's involved in that, but we're getting geared up for that. But the other is to just completely dig it up, and then you've got a backhoe in your yard and starts at your house, digs up all the old, replaces it with new pipe, and uh, takes it right out to the street. And then you're set. Yeah. So the maintenance is key. Yeah. yeah. Try that's to prolong that. Yeah. I'm not trying to dig up my yard. Well, and with maintenance, too, <laughs> another thing that a lot of people don't remember uh, understand is there's so many ads for all these flushable devices, all these flushable wipes yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Think about, think about cast iron pipe that's underground. It's rusty on the inside because that's where, uh, that's where all the, the water fluids yeah, goes yeah. through there. So it's rough. So all the fibers from feminine hygiene products, all these flushable, the, these so-called flushable wipes, they grab onto the stuff and that's what's helping cause, cause clogs. Right, grabbing onto that rusty inside of the pipe, and yeah, it can't flow. Yeah, yeah, one hang up, and then it builds up and builds up until you've got poo in your house. Yep, and you're yeah. calling Sarge out. <laughs> Help me! Help yeah. me! Yeah, and it yeah, nothing ever seems to break down during the workday either. It's always weekends and, and evenings when you're <laughs> entertaining. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So I mean, so we you talked about the 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 root killer. Um, what are the kind of uh, drain treatments do you recommend? Well, inside the house, we use a system called Bio One, and it's an enzyme. And what you do is you just dump this down your like your lavatory sink and your kitchen sink, and you give it a little bit of water so that it flushes it through the trap and into the pipes. And and these enzymes actually eat the bacteria that's inside of the pipe, the grease and and such that, that we're gonna that will build up and cause clogs. It's not a preventative, or it's a preventative, but it's not going to completely eliminate the issue. You're still gonna you know over time, it's still gonna need to be cleaned. Uh, especially if you have old cast iron pipe, but the bio one definitely makes a difference in helping that. And there's off the shelf stuff that you can go to. I always recommend a liquid drain cleaner if you're going to use it as opposed to a crystal, because if a piece of the crystal, it's an acid, it, it can actually burn through the pipe regardless of what kind of piping you have. Hmm. I did not know that. I didn't even know they made crystals. I've only seen the liquids. So, yeah. When I think when I have a problem, I get under with a hammer and start. Yeah, taking care of things. And yeah. that works. Sometimes. <laughs> no, it, I've made, yeah, big messes. So what about, uh, this is my favorite topic, is, is kitchen sinks. What about garbage disposals? Like, if I have a garbage disposal, can I literally just put anything down there? Absolutely. I, like, turn it on, and I'm grinding rocks in there, and it's just chipping them up and shoving them down my drain. It's getting after it. Like, <laughs> is, is that a thing? <laughs> Believe it or not, I've been asked that a million times in my career. If I had a nickel, I'd be retired. You can um, put nickels in there? You can put nickels in? Yeah. You can put anything. You heard it you here first, fit, folks. You can, anything you can fit in that three-and-a-half-inch drain will go into your garbage disposal. Whether or not the garbage disposal <laughs> handles it is a totally different story. Um, no, generally speaking, no bones. Uh, celery it has the has the threads in it um, that, that don't chop up very easily, and those tend to cause problems. Uh, of course, if you drop a spoon in there, you know, make sure that you don't have uh, somebody standing at the switch ready to turn it on. <laughs> But uh, pull the spoon out. They any hardware store's got those little grabby things. It's yeah. it's it's got the little spring on it with the little closet going there. So if, if a marble falls in it or a kid's marble, a tiny kid's toy or something like that, you can reach down or a nickel. You can reach down in there and grab it. <laughs> I in don't there. want my nickel in there. I got to get it out of there. Yep. You don't want to stick your hand into that. No. And, and if you're um, 
The other thing, too, about garbage disposals is they have that little rubber flapper in there. It's a splash guard, and uh, those get dirty on the underside of that, yeah. and they cause odor on there. So a little bit of Clorox cleanup, which kills bacteria, spray that on there, take a sponge and reach inside and clean the bottom side of that out in there, and that'll help keep the odor out of your garbage disposal. Boom. So the other the other uh, something that goes down my drain all the time, and I know it probably shouldn't, is coffee grounds. Hmm. I've never heard anything bad about that. Really? The key to using a garbage disposal is if you think you're using enough water, double it. Mm-hmm. And then and then gotcha. that'll help every that'll help keep your drains clear. Because everything that you're grinding up goes into those pipes that's in your walls and then down yeah. into your basement yeah. and then out in, in there. And when the water with all the low usage water usage faucets that we have now, you're not getting enough water in there. Mm-hmm. I recommend to, you know, uh, once a week when you're cleaning your kitchen sink out, just fill that up with water and let it drain down, and it helps flush everything out. Oh, sure, yeah. You'll get more flow by filling the sink than you will by running the sink. Correct. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. 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 That's good info. So this is going to be a big one. <laughs> I'm ready. You've been doing this for 30 years. Been in a lot of homes. Yes, sir. Tell us your, your most memorable most memorable plumbing story. No personal identifying information, please. <laughs> All right. Um, so how was that, I've Jeff? Got, I've got yeah, a couple. Don't, yeah, don't throw my name out there is really yeah. what I'm saying. <laughs> I, actually, I actually have a couple of them, and both of them have to deal with base, bathrooms that are in a basement that actually go through a uh, sewage ejection pit. Um, one a sewage ejector went out. It wasn't pumping out. It was back, back feeding in there. Pulled the cover off there, and the... The complete top of the water, there was about a thousand condoms in there. Do not flush condoms. <laughs> don't do it. Don't yeah. just don't do it. And and I mentioned about the feminine hygiene products, and I've had that issue before. Uh, the the cotton that's involved in those things, the threads and the fibers, it is detrimental to all of your plumbing system. Wrap them up, throw them in a trash can. If you have animals, you have to come up with another solution. Maybe a sealed trash can that's under the sink or something like that. But uh, do not put those types of items in there. The only thing that goes into the drains into your toilet would be body waste and water. So, what was that conversation like? Well, the time that I had to pull a sewage ejection pump out and and untwine all the, the, the feminine hygiene products, right. the the mother assured me that she was going to have the talk with her daughter. Right. Two weeks later, I was there, Same and the thing. mother asked me to have the talk with her teenage oh, daughter. That's, and I promised that's that that life teenage, changing. Yeah, that, that teenage that's, daughter. Never, hey, the plumber, the plumber, the plumber needs to talk to you. Yeah, it's not life. It's traumatizing. Yeah, traumatizing. Yeah, it's like it's, <laughs> hey, the, pl- the plumber needs you. You know, when you have a guy come over and he's, he's got to get in, he's got to take it apart. It's, it's about an hour's worth just to sure. get down to that. Yeah. It, it costs money. It, it's time and money. And, uh, and to do it a second time within a couple of weeks, it's, you know, you, you have to have that conversation. <laughs> Absolutely. <Yeah. laughs> so, Hey, I got one, um, before we, before we get out of here. So what kept you in the trade? So obviously we, we talked about what got you started. Um, what, what kept you there? What do you like about it? What, and you know, if you, you know, looking back on your career, what, what kept you going? Well, there's, there's good days and bad days with everything. It doesn't matter what job you're in. And I had more good days than bad days. I really enjoyed the new construction side that I did for a lot of years. And of course we did service with all of that, but, uh, I, I liked going on to the job cranking up the heavy metal on my radio and just and just enjoying the day i singing you know the next thing you know the day's done it, it mm-hmm. just kept my day going i like the aspect of uh solving problems it's it, 
you don't know what's going on. You, you get calls to go into a house and to figure out what it is. And, and experience definitely helps in, in diagnosing problems and figuring out what's causing the issue. But the, the diagnostics of, of figuring it out, it, it, it intrigues me. It's what keeps me going, I guess. Yeah. Boom. It's not you guys. Oh, I thought it was me. Well, that's a bummer. <laughs> we'll edit that to say me. So yeah. Don't worry about that. <laughs> hey, Jeff, the plumber needs to talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, we talked about a lot. Um, what uh, anything else that you think we missed that you want to talk about? Or, um, well, let's see here. One you, you mentioned about uh, do-it-yourselfers doing stuff like that. The the nice thing about having a professional that comes into your house, regardless of what trade it is, is because they know the codes, they know what's expected, they know what to look for to make sure that your health and safety is priority. And, and that's key, especially in the electrical side, uh, which we, we just started taking on the electrical side here. Now we have an electrician that can come out there and diagnose issues. You know, a spark inside of a wall is going to cause a fire. A drain that is leaking inside of a wall that you don't know about is going to cause mold and mold is a bad yeah. issue now. You know, uh, air quality is, is a priority for a lot of people and so those things having a professional to look at the situation and understand that has the experience can help you and it saves you money in the long run yeah ultimately i think it yeah it, it saves time and, and time is money i've i've done a lot of diy stuff and i've scratched my head and, and spent a lot of time you know getting my google certification on whatever i'm learning <laughs> <Google> so <laughs> uh yeah, i mean i'm uh, not to toot my own horn but i am google certified in a lot of different areas now so uh tractor maintenance and and pools and all that so yeah <laughs> i remember when you came to me and asked me why your shower drain was leaking and we talked about how to install the shower pan and you said oh yeah, that's I, what that was i did for. not uh go around number one i did not install my shower correctly but it is installed correctly now after consulting a professional well and that's such and you talk about time and money but um that's how insurance claims are, are saved also so your shower was over an unfinished basement Piece of cake. Yep. What if that was second floor, right? Oh, yeah. Now you just ruined all the drywall, the flooring underneath. It turns into a big deal. So, yeah. What if it's yeah. a condo and you just ruined your yeah. neighbor's apartment? Yeah. Yeah. So, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's a lot. And yeah, I've learned a, a lot of lessons on DIYing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. All right. So uh, thank you, Sarge. Thanks for, for joining us and sharing your knowledge with us. Um, if you need any uh, services, any plumbing services, Boss Services is open uh, 24-7. Uh, we will come out and rod your drain at 2 in the morning if, uh, if that's what you need. So you can give us a call, uh, 269-468-6682. Um, if you are enjoying the podcast, please like and subscribe and all of that good stuff at your uh, wherever you're getting it from, the Apple Store or wherever else. Um, and uh, that's it. I guess we'll see you next time. Peace out. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Next Level Home Experts with Boss Services. We hope you enjoyed this episode and learned some useful home tips along the way. If you found this episode valuable, please do us a favor and share it with others. And of course, subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And as always, if you have a home topic you'd like us to explore, email us at info at bosshvac.com. That's all for this episode. See you next time.